Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. Hello, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. We have a special show for you this week as we dedicate the entire hour to a performer who has spanned many genres of music, from old time and bluegrass to country and honky-tonk. The fine musicianship of Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives with interviews and lots of their great music this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Marty Stewart is an American country music singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist, known for both his traditional style and eclectic merging of rockabilly, honky-tonk, and traditional country music. Here in Mountain View, Arkansas, we've watched Marty's career take off, as he's been a fairly regular visitor here for the last 30 years or so. We recorded this set of songs last summer at a performance at the Ozark Folk Center. If I had his money, 
things my way But little they know that it's so hard to find One rich man in ten With a satisfied life One rich man in ten With a satisfied mind Well, my hometown is Philadelphia, Mississippi. It is in the central part of the state, about 35 miles um, from Meridian, Mississippi. Meridian was, of course, where Jimmy Rogers was from. And uh, the radio station, I mean, I I, I use the word sponge about Mark, but I was a sponge, too, when it came to music as a kid. the, The country music was what got me. I loved it, but I listened to everything. And our radio station, WHOC, uh, was started by a visionary named Mr. Howard Cole in the late 1940s. But WSO, WHOC's programming was on, they'd come on the air with country music, and at the noon hour they would play southern gospel music, and the afternoon was dedicated to rock and roll and top 40. Late afternoon was soul music and R&B, and they closed with easy listening music. Wow. And I thought everybody's radio station sounded like that, and I listened to all of it, but it was country music that got my heart. Everything else got my head and my feet, but country music got my heart. Before we go any further, how about a hand for all that Jones playing and all their friends out here before you? I love this place. All right. Well, I'm going to California. Where they sleep out every night Hey, I'm going to California Where they sleep out every night Well, I'm leaving you, mama Cause you know you don't treat me right Listen to me, mama While I Listen to your daddy while he sings this lonesome song. Well, I'm aware it now. Hey, but I won't be aware it long. I got the California blues and I'm sure gonna leave you. I got the California blues and I'm sure gonna.
to Mountain View, Arkansas. Bank out down to Mountain View, Arkansas. I'm in love with a girl, a married girl. I gotta run away from her paw. hear me over. Right. And um, then on Saturday afternoons, my dad was a factory guy, but Saturday afternoon was my time with my daddy. And he, we shared a love for country music. And back at that time in the 60s, you know, a lot of country artists had 30-minute syndicated TV shows like Porter Wagner and the Wilburn Brothers and Flatt and & Scruggs, Del Reeves, and we would watch those shows, you know. And it was the costumes. And you mentioned hair. People always had, you know, goofy-looking, important-looking hair, you know. And uh, just the whole package. They were a visual side as well as a, you know a sonic feast to me and there it was country music on saturdays and to this day i think country music still sounds better on saturday than any day of the week yeah we played a concert one night in billings montana had a day off after the show and I wanted a fellow to take me out to see a place I'd heard about my whole life, part of our history. It was the very ground where George Custer got what he had coming to him. That's where I wanted to see. Little Bighorn Battlefield. So we got out there. It was getting about sundown. Had to make it fast. The sun was going down, but every stop along the way in that battlefield, the song started coming. I had to write it on a matchbook, kind of get it in. But my favorite thing that was said to me that afternoon, they sent a fellow from the Crow Indian Agency over to show us around. And he said, Mr. Stewart, you know my favorite part about this story? I said, tell me. He said, I bet you George Custer looked really good laying there by that river wearing an era shirt. Indian humor. So this is for George. Oh, Sid and Bull said, look yonder. Here comes golden hair, a thousand warriors in them bushes. He didn't have a prayer. Bet he won't do it again, bet he won't do it again. June 25 and 76, there was a bloody storm between the general and them Indians at the little big horn. Bet he won't do it again, bet he won't do it again. He looked good in that era shirt lit by the river. Bet he won't do it again, bet he won't do it again. Well, old George 
fame He's found it in a cloud of dust with this call out his name Betty won't do it again, Betty won't do it again Well, the moral of this story, you're looking for your fame Don't let yourself get famous doing the wrong thing Betty won't do it again, Betty won't do it again Betty won't do it again, Betty won't do it again I love this place. I've been coming here since the uh, late 1970s. Mark Jones brought me over here for the first time. He um, moved over here with Grandpa and Ramona when they started, I think, their dinner theater over here, perhaps. And he kept coming and going back and forth from Nashville telling me about this scene that was taking place in the Ozarks. And I was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it kept sounding more interesting every time he'd bring it to me. And then one day I came over here and I saw exactly what he was talking about. The, the legacy was so rich. And, you know, the, the work seemed important to me. And this place, you know, there's been a lot of trends come and go since those days from the late 70s. But the beauty of this place is it just kind of it's kind of has its own thing and it has its own speed and it's a very steady and, uh, you know, it's a very steady place. It's, it doesn't look any different to me than the first time I came here. It's, it's maintained and uh, it's about the culture. And so that's beyond trend. So I'm glad to be back. There's an old, old house that once was a mansion on a hill overlooking the town. But time's left the wreckage where once there was beauty, and soon the old house will tumble down. When the leaves start to fall in autumn And the rain starts to drip from the trees There's an old, old man who walks in the garden At his head is bowed in memory Wow. 
This place is, you know, again, it, it's it's one of those places out on the circuit um, that when we have played this so far this year, when we played O2 Arena in London, there were twenty something thousand people. You know, we've played every imaginable hall, but when this this place comes around and like, can you come play it? The answer is always yes. But I love the feel of this place. There's almost like a touching home quality to it. Doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter where you're going. This place has seen them all come and go. Seen it all before. I remember the first Merle Travis thumb picking contest. I was on stage here, you know, invited by Mark, and the first annual Grandpa Jones thing. I think I was here for that one, but you know, again, it's just it, 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 legends are comfortable here, and at the same time, up and comers are comfortable here. So that's that's called home. All right, let me see. Arkansas, the surf music capital of the world. Marty Stewart and the fabulous superlatives playing on the stage at the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. We heard A Satisfied Mind, California Blues, Custer Wore an Arrow Shirt, Old Old House, and Faded Out with Mojave. After this short break, it'll be time for a visit with Mark Jones down in the vault, where he says he has a surprise for me. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. I hope you're enjoying our show this week about Marty Stewart. You know, I was thinking uh, there's maybe a little history between Marty Stewart and our vault keeper, Mark Jones. So I thought I'd go down to the vault today and see what he can tell us about his history with Marty Stewart. Hey, Dave. I'm glad you came down today. Hi, Mark. Good to see you. You know, I've got a special question for you today. I remember that you and Marty Stewart were pretty good friends. In fact, you still are to this day. Uh, did you guys ever get to 
play together on stage here at the Folk Center? We did, actually. Marty came down to visit me for a while, and we come over here and did some stuff. And, you know, he came down to judge the guitar contest. And uh, we stayed out at the cabin, and we picked a lot out there and come down and did uh, did some things on stage here at the Folk Center. Have you got a recording of you guys down here? I sure do. I'm really proud of it, and I'm glad you asked. Would you like to hear it? I would. Let's hear it. All right. I'm loving it. Oh, all right. Marty not only picks off a well, but he sings a lot of tunes, and he's had a chance to pick up some new ones, I think, from all the people that he's been working with. And uh, what are you fixing to do? Well, I'm going to tune this B strings first. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Grandpa Jones said if it hadn't have been for B strings on a guitar and Adolf Hitler, the world would have been in a lot better shape. <laughs> I learned this tune from Doc Watson, and it's a railroad tune and just a kind of a nonsense folk tune about the ever old story of the guy getting his girl stolen and taken away on a train. And, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I don't think I've ever seen as much talent in one town as there is in Mountain View, Arkansas. I was down here. That's the truth. <laughs> Had some time off last fall and came down here. And I uh, thought to myself, well, when your next vacation rolls around, come see Mark. So I've been on the road for about three months traveling. And... Uh, I just thought when I got home the other night, boy, it sure would be nice to go up in the mountains at Mark's cabin and watch TV. And so <laughs> he finally got him a TV set, but when I got here, he had his antenna pointed over toward Damascus. <laughs> he, he just insisted that the reception was better bouncing off that metal over there. <laughs> and so sure enough, uh, you know what happened to Damascus. I don't know what I'm gonna do now. <laughs> Well, I tell you, why don't we do what we've been doing for the past few days? I'm glad I brought my guitar. We'd have been out of anything to do. And he ain't a very good cookie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we've had to send out for pizza. Had to send to Little Rock for pizza. <laughs> uh, we that didn't pick... cost much, did it? <laughs> Let's do this thing. Yeah. All right. I could do a train whistle. Hey, where were you when the train left town? I was standing on the corner with my head hung down. If I had my gun, I'd let the hammer back. Shoot that dirty rounders and took away my gown. Hey, that train that carried my girl from town. If I knowed her number, Lord, I'd flag her down. I wish to the Lord that the train would wreck, kill the engineer, and break the fireman's neck. He, that train that carried my girl from town. He, 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 he. 
Well, rations on the table, coffee's getting cold. Some dirty rounder done stole my jelly roll. Hello, Central, give me number nine. I gotta talk to that woman of mine. Hey, that train, that kept girl from town. Hey, 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 hey. I said, hey, that train, that kept girl from town. Hey, 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 hey. That's a good old song, The Train That Carried My Gal From Town. He learned that from Doc. He worked for Doc for quite a while, Doc Watson. Yeah, that's an old Doc Watson tune, sure mm-hmm. enough. I got, uh, let me make a guess here. I'll bet that was about 1980, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I, I, the reason I know that is because he made that reference to Damascus, Arkansas. <laughs> Uh, A lot of people may not remember this, but in Damascus, Arkansas, in the summer of 1980, a Titan missile silo exploded, and it was a really big deal here. It was. You know, it's serious stuff. Marty and I took it pretty serious, as you can tell. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Hey, Mark, thanks a lot. I appreciate you playing that for us. Thank you. As a musical child prodigy, Marty Stewart grew up playing with some of the greatest names in bluegrass and country music. His early career saw him working with Lester Flatt, Vassar Clemens, Doc Watson, Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, Porter Wagoner, and many others. As an adult, Stewart launched a successful solo career that has spanned 30 years and garnered five Grammy Awards. Here are three more from Marty Stewart. The border is nowhere in sight And I've got me a feet, won't be seeing it tonight but I'll ride on as fast as I can go Freedom waits for me In old Mexico well, There's a pretty senorita waiting there With mysterious eyes and wavy black hair She always welcomes me to her door Love's on the line in old Mexico. Well, it's the place where I'm not wanted. There's no price on my head. I can live and breathe and come back from the dead. The shadows are friendly. Friends, well, I've got many. If you ever steal some gold from the red, white, blue They've got an army of soldiers they'll be sending after you Those government horses show ain't slow They can run all the way to old Mexico Well, it's the place where I'm not wanted There's no price on my head I can live and breathe Come back from the dead. 
When we first put the band together, I took one more run, half-hearted run, at getting us on mainstream country radio. And it came off as a double-minded record. And I thought at the end of that, you know what? And it didn't quite work out at radio, so I thought, I have, we have to approach this from a different place. And we started with a, a record called Soul's Chapel, wherever our heart led us, uh, which was we turned our attention to the disappearing sound of the Mississippi Delta gospel style of singing, staple family style. Sure. And uh, I'd been involved with the Lakota people up on Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. I wrote a record called Badlands, Ballads of the Lakota. And then we did a live bluegrass record at the Ryman. Uh, then, but I, I made the statement one day uh, that, that I said, man, we've, I feel like an honest, honored guest everywhere we go, but we don't have a place of our own yet. And one day I f saw this network on TV called RFD-TV, and I thought, traditional country music. It's disappearing. And it took us from just trying to be in the music business. It took us into the culture business. And I thought, what Wynton Marsalis is doing for jazz, that's exactly what I want to do for country music. I see it as a culture. I want to take it to... Kennedy Center and Lincoln Center, which we've done, take it to places that it has never been played or heard before or considered in this, you know, 21st century. So that's what we've done. So it became about preserving and furthering the culture of traditional country music. So We're holding on with nothing left to hold on to. I'm so tired of holding on to. Do we keep holding on with nothing left? 
an interesting position i think i'm almost like a bridge i'm connected with people all the way back to jimmy rogers and the carter family and this uh fall we're out touring with a hot country act called a guy named chris stapleton so we have a pretty you know pretty good reach and understanding and i think what happened to me when i looked at my uh chart success and when it started falling away, I went crazy for a couple of years chasing. And then one day I went, wait a minute. I grew up in Lester Flats band and Johnny Cash's band, and they didn't rely on three-minute radio songs to make them who they were. And I got my head straight, and I went, let's go down to the eternal zone. Let's go to the bedrock. Let's go back to the beginning, to the roots level. And um, thanks to the world of bluegrass with Lester Flats, I was already acquainted with a lot of that. So I just simply went there and stood in the timeless zone. And I thought, now you create from this perspective and you don't have to worry about what trends are come and go, you know, they'll all come and go around you. And that's the way it's been. The way I wrote this song was like this. Heard this, read this song on the radio one day. Lord, it's the same old dude, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and shiny cars. It's been the same way every year. We need a change. But I can still fight for my buddy. So. Hey, baby, don't you cry. I'm gonna wipe those little teardrops dry. Hey, baby, don't be blue. You know I'll always take care of you. Till the very end Hey, 
You've been listening to Marty Stewart and his band, The Fabulous Superlatives. The band includes Kenny Vaughn on lead and acoustic guitar, Harry Stinson on drums and background vocals, and Chris Scruggs on electric, acoustic, steel, and bass guitars and background vocals. In that set, we heard Old Mexico, Holding On to Nothing, and Hey Baby. We'll be back after this break with more good stuff from Marty Stewart. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. This week's featured artist, Marty Stewart, has had a successful solo career that has spanned 30 years and garnered five Grammy Awards. He's appeared on numerous TV shows, including Hee Haw, The Nashville Network, and you may have seen him on his own show, The Marty Stewart Show. These days, he tours and records with his band, The Fabulous Superlatives. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. Don't go too far. We'll do another one before How about a hand for Buck Trent, ladies and gentlemen?
True story. So the longest country music bus ride I ever took in my life. I was just a kid back in Lester Flats band in 1973, this was. We finished playing up our songs on a Wednesday night in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And on Sunday afternoon, we had to be in Miami, Florida. That's a long ride. Finally got down to Florida, put our bus up under this pretty oak tree. And there was an old gentleman standing there. He had silver hair. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. He had silver hair, smoking a cigarette, carrying a briefcase, had on a Seminole Indian coat. Lester Flat finally spoke up and said, well, look at there. How about that? There's Mr. Irvin T. Rouse. I said, who is Irvin T. Rouse? He said, well, he's the gentleman who composed the fiddle song about the train called the Orange Blossom Special. I went, all right. So I had to meet him. Got my camera, jumped out of the bus, took his picture, shook his hand, and tried to talk to Mr. Irvin. But I found out pretty quick that he wasn't at home in his mind anymore, you see. But you could tell greatness in one's been there. Royalty. Now, in his good days, Mr. Irvin, he played the fiddle. He had a brother named Gordon that played the guitar. And they used to travel all up and down the eastern seaboard in a Ford car playing fiddle and guitar songs in little towns for nickels and dimes and quarters. Not long before Mr. Irvin, now he passed away, a journalist from the Miami newspaper went up into the Everglades where he lived and did the final interview. And the last question of the day was, Mr. Irvin, you've written lots of good songs. Which one you want to be best remembered for? Irvin said, well, let's see here. How about that? And I made up about the train that time and played it on the fiddle. He just called it the special. It's been played 10 million times. Here comes 10 million and one, all the way from the mysterious Everglades of Florida up here to the beautiful Ozarks. Mr. Irvin's famous song about the train, the special. Yonder coming Coming down that railroad track I said look yonder coming Coming down that railroad track It's that orange blossom special <laughs> Bringing my baby back Will you talk about your traveling She's the fastest train on the rails. Talk about your traveling. She's the fastest train on the rails. Ride that orange blossom spatial. Spatial. Roll it down that seaboard trail.
Well, I'm going down to Florida. Here's the way Mr. Irvin sang it on his record. Well, I'm going down to Florida. Get some sand in my shoe. Maybe California. Whoa. Get some sand in my shoe. Ride that orange blossom special. Lucy's New York blue. up on the CMA Awards or the red carpet as much as I once did, but that's quite all right. We have a whole different version of red carpets. The exciting days, like I can, I, I think about like Jerry Lee Lewis and Carl Perkins and Johnny Cash and Elvis and Roy Orbison, Charlie Rich, when those guys were starting at Sun in Memphis, are the guys, what they were doing at, you know, with Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and uh, uh, Chuck Berry at Chess. It was almost like a regional fire that you start from, and you wind up your own, as you say, you wind up your own story. And now we have, you know, the technology is is such a great, you know, vehicle to get you wherever you want to go. So I don't even feel those things anymore, you know. Well, you own your own, uh, you know, soul, and you own your own identity, and that is priceless. And uh, I know where I'm going at the end of the day, and you know, I don't if I need to borrow a track. To put on a compilation, I'm going to have to call a record company more or a photograph or a video. You know, we're, we're self-produced. And uh, I like being a mom-and-pop industry with, with world-class leanings and world-class acceptance. That, that's pretty cool. All right. Happy hands. Here's my favorite song off the way out west. video coming on in a couple of weeks to watch for Big bright moon is shining down on the desert sand well, I reached down and touched the earth held it in my hand As the dirt fell through my fingers the wind it seemed to say, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Desert sky, 
Absolutely, and the word is creativity. You, you're kind of, you're kind of 
limited by your own vision. You're limited by your own ambition. You're limited by your own lack of or abundance of creativity. And with all those things, you know, and then put good man, put good business skills around it, good management, and you know, good representation that you know can get you on a late night TV show or a good publicist. That's that's part of the business. Yeah. But the creative part, that's the fun part. And uh, again, back to the Ozark Folk Center here, you know, back to Jimmy Driftwood's vision. It all goes back to a vision. And, you know, when he was sitting in, on his back porch one day, I went to his wife, you know what I think? And everybody, there was two kinds of people. Those were the kind of people that went, well, that could work, or somebody that said, man, you're crazy. And both of them were right. But you must try. Yep. You must try. Here comes the Mississippi down in Alabama. A fever all across the land from deep in the delta on the Louisiana shore. People gotta have it, they wanna hear some more. It's a hillbilly rock, beat it with a drum, playing them guitars like shooting from a gun, keeping up the rhythm. The Orange Blossom Special, played by Marty Stewart and his band, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. They followed that classic with Time Won't Wait and Hillbilly Rock. I hope you've enjoyed our show. You can stream the Marty Stewart and the Fabulous Superlative show as well as our previous shows at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the radio next week. This is Dave Smith. Bye, folks. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, 
a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.